You're listening to Pure and Utter. Pure and Utter. Shite. No, it's not shite. <laughs> I'm on the floor, floor. I love to dance. So give me more, more till I lost my pants. You are joined with Ryan Lynch and Gary Gamble. Pure and Utter episode three. three. With three Gar- is a magic number. <laughs> We're sliding into episode three already. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world, and welcome along. This is Pure and Utter with Ryan Lynch and Gary Gamble. Ryan and Gary. A couple of weeks ago, actually, we have been recording a little blog for our social media. That's right. We were out and about. We had a wonderful time filming. We did yeah, some cooking, didn't we? Yeah, we met Pauline and we met Josh. And if you want to see more, you can see our website. Yeah, www.pureandutter.com. You'll find everything on there with our episodes and our social media links as well. Now, Gary, tell me, what have you been up to this week then? Um, my travels and singing have taken me to Blackpool. I was just back a few days ago there for a great wee country uh, music weekend. It was absolutely fantastic and it sang me a little heart out. And um, and at the end of the podcast, I'll tell you something which terribly went wrong and happened. Oh, no. I know, the suspense, the cliffhanger. Sounds so dramatic. I know. And don't fast forward to the end, please, because you're going to miss something that happens in the middle of this. Ryan, what did you do this week? Well, Gary, I've just got back from the lovely Portuguese island of Madeira. Oh, that's where they make the Madeira cake. The Madeira cake, and they've got the Madeira wine, and uh, they've got Christian Ronaldo, and they've got a statue of Christian Ronaldo outside the Christian Ronaldo Hotel. Oh, my God. And um, I wouldn't say it's the best likeness you've ever seen of Christian Ronaldo, because he's a good-looking fella. Uh. But this statue looks like, um, oh, gosh, how can I say this? He looks a bit crazy. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I think I know the one you're on about, actually. And also, it's made of bronze, I think. And mm. um, everyone gets their photo with it, and they hold his hand and also grab his golden balls. So you can see the, the bronze. Marks. Yeah. <laughs> it's really shiny. It's like Molly Malone in Dublin. Her boobies are very shiny. So you came back from Madeira. I did. I flew to London, and then I flew to Belfast. Then I came down the road, and as soon as I landed back in Ireland, I was frozen. Oh, my God. Here we crater. It was freezing. Oh, yeah. Not for me. Well, I love this weather. It's very wintry and um, it's time for the candles and all those nice things that goes up. Yeah, the spiced lattes. You love your uh, hot chocolate this time of year. I do, especially <laughs> with coconut milk and cinnamon. You need the cinnamon, look. Aye. Aye. Marshmallows Aye. sometimes too, though. Oh, you're mm. very lux. Lux. No. No, shall we talk about our first topic for the day? Let's go. So... I saw something that happened recently that was in the national UK news and the news mm-hmm. in Ireland and the local news. Something local that happened recently. And I want to know what you think about it. Was That's, it local? It was local. Because you said it three times. Been described variously as a persistent buzz, a constant hum or a low drone. Whatever it sounds like, the mystery noise afflicting the town of Oma is certainly a talking point. You can hear it throughout the whole town, especially at night. And I have children there and they've heard it too. And they're struggling to sleep at night with it. People have heard it, but I just assume that it's the factory over there. You know, I don't think there's anything really spooky going on. Like. So basically... Is that it? So I was getting interested in that too. So I'll get you back to your microphone there. So basically what has happened up in Oma? 
Yeah. There's been multiple reports... Of a hum. Of a buzz, a hum, that's mm. happening throughout the night, uh, especially. Um, and people are saying there's all different sort of reasons for it, but they can't identify what it was. Has anybody recorded this hum to hear what it sounds like? Well... It, Can we play it to your listeners? Mm-hmm. Do so, you know, by the way, if you're listening to this while Ryan is searching through social media to look for the sound of this hum, a hum in Ireland sometimes is like when somebody farts, they go, geez, there's a wild hum on here. <laughs> that's humming. That's a humdinger. A humdinger. That's manging. Minger humdinger. Minger humdinger. Okay, listen to this. Right. See, because what's it sound like? It, it sounds, sounds like... like so, those who hear this sound describe mm-hmm. it as a continuous low-frequency drone or a buzz. And once you hear it, you can't unhear it. Well, do you want to know this, Ryan? I know we're chatting about hums, and thank God none of us had beans today in the studio. But, uh, otherwise there would be a few hums in here today. But I know people in Oma are suffering due to the hum at night. But yes. we will get to the bottom of this hum. This sounds like faggoty, Aunt. But, anyway... Um, there's a thing that people puts in their walls and it's uh, pest control. And I, there's so many, only so many people in the world can hear it. I can actually hear it. And so can another member of the band. We, we must have a high frequency thing. But basically this is a plug that goes in the wall and it deters mice and stuff. And it plays this high pitch sound. I went on Monday to get a cup of tea in a woman's house and I could hear this. The constant. Oh my god. Let's go. What the hell is that? But that could be tinnitus. Oh no, because Ryan heard it too as well. My other Ryan in the band. And um, he was like, oh my god. And he just says to the woman, excuse me, do you have one of those pest controllers for the mice? He says, yeah. Give me any chance you could turn it off. And I looked at Ryan. And I spent, see when she switched it off, it was gone. Maybe. Maybe it's not maybe, it was gone. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I don't, we downloaded an app then with the woman in the house and it's called um, Frequencies that Deter Things and that Animals Can Hear. Yes. And you can tell which one you can hear up to. So maybe there's just a select few people in Oma can hear the low hum because I can hear the high hums. Well, it's not a select few. It's quite a lot of people up in Oma. It's, it's actually um, loads of people and it's got to the point where so many people are hearing it, they're talking about getting in specialised technology to listen out for this hum. Wow. So anyway, um, these hums, right, uh, they're not just an Oma thing. It's not just the people at Oma. There's people around the world that have said there have been hums before. <gasps> So there's Is it aliens? Well, it could well be. What do you think it could be? <laughs> People say it could be like machinery or it could be like sort of a natural phenomenon, something in the earth, or it could be all sorts of things. Mm, you never know. It could be... A factory? Uh, it could be a factory. Or it could be the actual sound of the earth. It's tectonic plates moving over Oma. Nah, I wouldn't think that. I just think it's the earth. So basically, people have said they've heard this in different parts of the UK, in Australia, North America and glo- globally. There's actually a map, a hum map and a database that you can go online and it tells you all of the places in the world that hums have been identified. Oh my goodness. Well, if you've just joined us, Oma in County Tyrone, Northern Ireland, has a hum and they're now on the hum mat. <laughs> map, sorry. There's a hum in Iceland. That's a tongue twister. Oh man, can't you run Northern Ireland on the hum map? Say oh that. Oh my god. Say that. What? Say what? Oh man, can't you run Northern Ireland on the hum map? Oh man, can't you run Northern Ireland on the hum map? Very good. One smart fellow, he felt smart. 
One fart smell of he smells fart. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Because, I'll tell you uh, what it is. It's either the earth at night. Um, it's either a factory or it could be ETS. Do you know where I seen this um, first of all was on um, Art, Archbishop of Banterbury. Do you ever see that Instagram page? I think I did once or twice. Well, it came up and I was like, oh my God, local news. So I had to bring it up in here. I thought I'd like to get your opinion on it. Well, um, I am as much as confused as the people in Oma. Oma's only about 20 minutes away from us, but... Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they don't be in my bed at night because they'll hear different kinds of hums. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no hums around these parts. <laughs> Moving on, shall we get on Only to our next Only for my topic? backside. Oh, God. Don't you be eating all that cauliflower. You're mad for the cauliflower. Ryan, this week I wanted to ask you, what is your three favourite songs from the Eurovision? I just want three. Um, and we don't have to talk about it. Just tell me three. How can you ask me a question like that, Gary Gamble? That's like saying, choose your three favourite children. Mm -mm. What a question. Give me three. This is a tough day for me and a tough day for you because I have to answer it as well. Okay, how about you do one and then I do one and then we do it that way. Well, my first one has to be ABBA. Waterloo. What a surprise. The biggest fan of the band she's ever. Yes, Frida and Agneta, I know you listen to our podcast and we know you very well and you're very good to us. Thank you. Hmm. Ben and Bjorn love you, by the way, they told me. <laughs> my, my. <laughs> my, my. At Waterloo. Uh, okay, let me give Napoleon you Napoleon did surrender. I surrender. I, right, I okay. Did. Watch your song. Come on. Uh, Laureen absolutely killed it. She's the queen of Eurovision. She's winning it twice. Only Johnny Logan has won it twice. And now Laureen, she's the first ever woman to win it twice. And she's won it she's for Sweden. Not. She is. There's a woman in the UK won it twice as well. Who? She's, she got hit with uh, Shine Your Light. No, Katrina in the Waves only won it once. No, it wasn't her. Or was she, it Katrina in the Waves? That's Katrina in the Waves. Don't come for me with your um, Eurovision trivia, darling. I will shoot you down. Sorry, what was your first song? My first song. Lorraine. Lorraine's uh, Euphoria, because it is such a tune. She's well good, actually. I've chatting her last week. Are you week. thirsty? Drink yeah, away I'm right into that <laughs> <there> microphone. <laughs> Go ahead. Drink a wee drink of water. My second one would have to be Clodagh Rogers' Jack in a Box. Oh, she's from Northern Ireland. Ireland. She's wild good. Civil Ireland. Where is she from? Do you know? I must um, ring her tomorrow to see. Do you not know? No, I have a clue. Probably Belfast or somewhere, is it? Clodagh Rogers, let's Google it. And if anybody knows where Clodagh Rogers is from, you're smarter than us. Oh, God. Wiser than us. Okay, so... Okay, um, another another more modern Eurovision song that I... Hold on, where's Clodagh from? Um, hold on, Clodagh Rogers is retired... And she's from Northern Ireland. <laughs> Whereabouts? Uh, her hits are Come Back, Shake Me, Jack, Jack in, in a box. box. And she is from Warren Point in County Down. Oh, I love Warren Point. I have a friend up there called Big O. He's called Ollie McMahon. He's a comedian. And he's not wise. He's good crack. Well, fair play to her. She did well. Like she she's does. an international star. What um, is your second song, Ryan? I would say my second... Um, has to be uh, favorite second Conchita worst rise like a phoenix. That's right. That was a good old song too. That, that was my third song. Would have to be Dana International. <laughs> 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 I 
I love that one. That was quite Victoria, an epic one. Aphrodita. That was my first ever Eurovision that year was that it? she won. I remember uh, sitting in my granny's spare bedroom with a wee tiny black and white TV watching Dan International. <laughs> <laughs> Black and white TV. Aww. I'm not that old. And what was your third favorite Eurovision song? And um, that concludes our little Eurovision podcast. Well, this is it's very hard to pick, but it's not hard to pick. Right? I think because it's such an epic um, moment in Eurovision history. Um, I think probably uh, Celine Dion's. Uh, Eurovision win in Dublin. What for, was it called? I don't know how to say it in, in Well, French. if you don't know how to say it, how the hell do you know what it's called? Je ne pas. Je ne pas. Je ne... Je ne... Ne pas... Pas en pas en moi. Yes, that's lovely. Um, I'm not gone to put that in some bars. <laughs> I'll pick something ah, else. Ah. <laughs> it's changing this third song that means that I have a fourth song my fourth song from the Eurovision which uh, we're really going down uh, the line a bit was an Ireland winning song and it was I think they were called Anuna and the song was called I am the voice of the wind and the falling rain <laughs> do you mind that one? No. I like that wee song too so the voice there you go <laughs> Um, there's so many like. I oh, could... the other one I like too as well. It was I'm um, actually I shared a stage with her every Wednesday night at Harvey's Point. Linda Martin. Oh, Linda. Why me? She used to sing it. Oh, she Linda was like Martin. Linda. If you're chin done, hello, darling. Haven't heard tell you in ages. Hope you're keeping well. <laughs> no, I would. Oh, I would say my other favorite would be um, Mickey Joe Hart. We've got the world tonight. We've that was got the world tonight. That was a cultural moment for us tonight. I was in for you to say that. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, that was that was um, Eurostar. Do you remember they did that whole competition to find the next star of Eurovision? Aww. And Mickey Joe, the local Mickey boy Joe from Lefford. He's the only man with two body parts in his name. <laughs> Mickey Joe Hart. I have a question for you. Not to get dark. Uh-huh. But can it I, get any darker? It can. I want to ask you it's a question. It's getting dark now at half four, like. But I want to ask you a question, dark in the metaphysical sense. Go. How do you feel about death? Are you afraid to die? Uh, I think everybody's afraid to die. Well, it's common to us all. There's only two things in life, isn't um, it? Well, they say that you start dying around your 20s, from 22 to 20. Six, you start dying. No, sorry, from 26 to 32, that's they say you start dying there. Who once says you that? Say, well, according to the site, Facebook, Instagram, social media stuff, once you see your first grey hair, your body is dying. Well, I don't believe that. Well, there you go. I think that's fake news. Well, I'm telling. Well, why? Why? What's a, a sign of getting grey? Is a sign of getting uh, old. Okay, when you're born, you're young. Right. Right, and then you had your teens, and then yes. you had your puberty, and you're growing up, and then you're yes. begin becoming an adult, and then you're working and working, and all of a sudden, bang, your metabolism starts to slow off a little bit around your 28, 29 years of age. Oh, yes. Then you start hitting your grey hairs, and yes. then you hit your 40s, and then you start getting pains and eggs and going to the hospital more often, and then you're like, oh, God, there's something wrong with me, then I want to sleep, and I'm not going out on Friday and Saturday, Sunday nights and weekends. You're like, what's going on? You are dying. I think there's so much great stuff that comes with getting old, first oh, of all. Oh, tell me. Oh, nursing you, homes. Yay, can't wait. You don't give a shit what people think when you get older. 
Is that true? I would say so. Uh, possibly. Less so, I would say. And I don't know. I guess you're more sure of yourself. Sure, what do you got to lose when you're well, older? Well, true enough. Um, but but when it comes to death, I would say everyone is a bit afraid. But also, you know, it's the one thing that's certain in life. Do you want to hear something really strange about death? What? I was at a fortune teller. And she says to me, I'm going to live that long that they're going to have to shoot me to get rid of me. <laughs> That's so true. Wow. They told me that. And secondly, I went to another one and she says, you're going to be really, 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 really lonely from your 90s onwards. And I was like, oh my God, why? It's just because you have, will have outlived your friends. I'm <gasps> like, oh my God, right enough. 90s onwards? Well, I don't think I'll make it to my 90s. Why not? Well, I just don't think I will. Ryan, do you not know that it was in the paper that the first person in the world who will live to be 150 years of age, has already been born. Oh my God, can you... Think imagine? about that. Well, if you Someone think... listening to this podcast is probably going to live to 150 years of age. Now, the oldest person in the world at the moment is 120, something like. That's crazy. And and if you think about how um, everything has advanced with healthcare, mm-hmm. people are getting older and older and older. Centenarians, look how many there is online. Mm-hmm. Look how many there is around the world. Like years ago, they wouldn't have gotten none. Well... Okay, when you do die, whenever that does happen, how would you like to be disposed of? Do you want to be buried or cremated or what do you think? Um, I don't know, I'm not going to be here anyway. Oh, I, no, just bury me for the Do you want stuffed and put on the sofa? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we that attacks the dermia for the crack. <laughs> do you know this here? I read this. I read so much stuff. This is awful. There's a hotel, apparently. I don't know where it is again, but... Um, I'm not going to say where it is because I, I'm not too sure. But there's a hotel and you can put a dead body into it. You've probably read this, haven't you? No. No, right. So this is a hotel. So say your granny or somebody belonging to your auntie or uncle or grandma died. Right. You can put them into this hotel. Right. So then you can go away and do your work for 10 years and 15 and say, oh, we've got kids now. Let's take them back to see our auntie or grandma or granny who died like 10, 15 years ago. And what are they doing? So they take them out of the... Freezer. Freezer. In this <gasps> dead hotel. Oh my they God. put them into the coffin and then they go, let's go visit grandma. And we haven't seen her in 15 years or our aunt or uncle or granda. And then they're like... Oh, is that what she looked like? Oh, God, I, she was lovely. But I'm like, oh, my God. Instead of looking at photographs, they have now a death hotel. That is weird. Well, I was going to be um, an undertaker one time, you know. Is that one of your job choices? We should yes. talk about our job choices later on, but mm-hmm. that's an interesting job choice. Well, I mean, we'll not chat about that just yet. So but it, how death, would you want to be disposed of? Um, I think I would be buried. I have this recurring dream that I'm always brought back or some part of me is used for something, so I don't know. Like a spell? No, not a spell. I think it's actually maybe more brain activity-wise than anything. But sure, God knows what's going to happen in another 70 years' time. Like. That's true. Well, I In think 70 years' time, I will be probably still alive. Well, Death I, comes to us all. Well, I think it comes to us all. And when I do die, I think I'd want to be cremated. Do you? I would love to be burnt up and then a wee bit scattered in all of the places I've been around the world. <laughs> so whoever wants to do that. And if not, just dump me in uh, Murloc. <laughs> Throw me, scatter me. Scattering. A scattering of ash. A scattering of Ryan. Uh, sure. Maybe Donegal. Throw me out into the ocean at yeah. Ross Nyla. I think I would like to be buried in Donegal in all fairness. Um, secondly, no, I'd, I have to be buried in Donegal. And obviously I was born there. And um, also, 
I want everybody to have a party and have a big holy when I die. Do you know the best party that you'll ever have is the one that you'll never be at, and that's your day, and that's your funeral. And also, the only picture and card that will be made for you that what you won't see is your memorial card. Oh, that's kind of sad. Is it? It's nice, though. Yeah. Do you know what? When I'm on um, all these amazing locations on the cruise ship with the boys and me and Fergal are doing our photo shoots, we always get photos, these gorgeous sunsets in the background, stunning, and we get a photo, and it looks like a mass card. <laughs> oh, God, Ryan. <laughs> Fergal. <laughs> could be your new job. Oh, <laughs> uh, so funny. And we keep saying, he was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you believe in life after death? Tell me that. Do you think you rumble, you'll be rumbling on after you're gone? Life after death. Um, do you, think, do you think it's energy just goes and comes back as something else? It um, could be anything. Or do you think... I don't I kind of had this dream a few times that's what it's like. So I uh, kind of believe that there's something there. And it's very welcoming, obviously, if you go to the light. Um, it's if you pass over right and correctly. Now, there's a lot of people that doesn't that dies before their time. And then they can't cross over until someone else has met them. Met them, or mm. and maybe they might be sitting in limbo waiting for someone else to come across. Well, when I was about six, I was adamant that I used to be a German during the war. Hey. <laughs> Previously, did you? When I was quite young, I was like, "Yeah, I was here before, and I was a German back in the war." I think I was something in Scotland. I think I lived in the Highlands or some castle or something. Maybe we're just full of shit. Ah, here another shite. Maybe we're just full of fear and other shite. Gary, I thought it might be quite a funny idea to introduce a new section to the podcast. Hey! Why don't we call it Stupid Jokes with Gary? Oh my god, Gamble's Garbage. What about that? Gamble's Garbage. This week in Gamble's Garbage, we have a joke for Ryan. Okay. The aim is to make Ryan laugh, and he's going to give us points out of 10. Ten or zero. Okay. This woman went to the doctor's, Ryan, and she was called Mary. And um, she wasn't well. Okay. Mm, she was worse than that. Oh, dear. She says the doctor, I have a bad rash. And the doctor says, where? Down below. She says, on your knees. She says, no higher. She says, where? On your belly button. She says, no lower. <laughs> so, oh, in there, the doctor had a look and he says... That's an awful rash. I've never seen a rash like that before. He says, I'm going to actually have to numb it. And he says, what do you mean? He went, yum, yum, yum. Oh. <laughs> I'm only joking, he didn't say that. He says, that's an awful rash. If you don't mind me asking, what age are you? And she says, I'm 94. He says, well, when's the last time you had some sex? And she says, oh, um, about 27 years ago. And he says, well, no harm to you. That's not a rash, that's rust. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> rustic fanny. Out of 10, what was that joke? I think that was a 10. Hey! I hope there's no rust with our listeners. Faggity and, faggity and, faggity and, faggity and, faggity and, bum. Right, Ryan, you have to guess the song. I'm going to play the xylophone this week from our intros. Okay, listen to this one. Tell me if you know it. No, twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be asking me stupid Right, you play question. one now. No. And the throat goes. Ah! <laughs> Why the hell 
how was I supposed to get that one? What's this, this one? No, this is stupid. Let's do Faggity Ant. This and is Faggity Ant. No, this is not Faggity Ant. It is. It's the start of it. Listen, Ryan. What's this one? Da dum dum dum. That's it. That's uh, um, Emmer deal. No, <laughs> that's EastEnders. Oh, sure, no, it's home and away. Oh, right, I'm not playing no more xylophone. I want you to play a wee song on the xylophone. Play one song. Okay. Um... Try and catch me, go. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotley Joe? There you go. Thank you. you I lost. got it right on the way. Now, Faggity Ant this week. Ryan, I have the question written here in front of me. Let's turn the page and have a little listen. And have a little look. Ryan, this week, someone has gotten in touch with us and I've written it down here. Now, this is written about three days ago and we need to really get on the ball and get this answered because it's been really hanging in there in our mailbox for three days. It says, um, Dear Faggity Ant, Gary and Ryan from podcast Pure and Utter. That's a lovely way. And it's lovely written, isn't it? It's nice. Pure and I don't know what way to approach this because you're going to really have to help me this week. But it says, we are a couple. We've been together four years and now my partner has said to me recently, do you think we should have a joint grinder account? Is this gays then? Okay, I take it. Two two men. Two men. Okay, is that it? That's it. Do you think we should have a joint grinder account? Well, to be honest with you, when you open up a relationship, you need to be secure with each other Mm -hmm. and you need to be honest with each other. So Mm -hmm. if you feel like you're ready for that step, then do it but if you if there's any insecurities in the relationship it's just gonna ah, but hold on no, it's just here worse. he hasn't I, I have not told my boyfriend yet I'm alright oh, he wants to know how we can he can approach him and say what say how do we open up a grinder credit he's been curious he wants to see if there's other things out there how long have they been together four years four years ah, that's about time then get it get it open to fuck but is that going to open a whole can of worms for uh-huh. him? is it ah sure why not Oh, Ryan, no. Right in and tell us. Right. So, Ryan, it says here also that um, he hasn't told his boyfriend yet, but they want to open up an account on Grindr. He wants to open an account on Grindr. How does he tell his friend? Does he open it with a blank profile and say nothing to his boyfriend and then let him discover it? Or does he say, look, I'm having a little nosy. I was not going to end the relationship. I I wouldn't do that. If you're in a a monogamous relationship, then you need to... um, you know, stick to that. And if you're um, wanting to expand it, then have a conversation. Just man up and chat about it. No big deal. Now, Ryan, what was your pure and utter delight this week? My pure and utter delight this week? Well, I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race UK and my very, very old and dear friend, Ginger Johnson, has got to the final and I'm so excited Aww. to see. And hopefully they snatch the crown and they deserve it because they're the best, in my opinion. And I am biased, but I still think they are. Aww. What was your pure and shite this week, Ryan? My pure and shite was coming back to the freezing cold after being in gorgeous, sunny Madeira. Oh. Ryan, hold on a minute. I love this cold. You should embrace it. Uh, I'm not made for this... Uh, Weather. I think I'm cold-blooded. And the rain? You must like that. No. Oh, Ryan. If you want the rainbow, you have to put up with the rain. Gary, what's your pure and utter delight this week? This pure and utter delight. My pure and utter delight this week is that that I got all of my album finished. It's way been mastered and mixed at the moment. I have nothing else to do in the studio with my album. What's your new album called? It's like a release. It's called Take the Gamble on Gary. Oh, stop. Isn't it good? How many albums have you released now? 
Oh my goodness, would it be eight, nine? Eight. So yeah. you've released eight or nine albums and you've never had that album title until now. Never, imagine. That is so bad. Take a gamble on Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's the name and gambling's the game. Oh, <laughs> what's your pure and utter shite this week? Pure and utter shite this week was, um, I missed the flight coming back from... I was had to go from Blackpool to Liverpool and I missed the flight to get back to Donegal Oh Town. no, tell me about that. The traffic was horrendous and um, we left like two hours before I had to get to the airport. And then before I even knew it, we were just stuck in traffic for like an hour and 20 minutes. It must have been some mental crash or something oh, or no. detour or traffic or road works. God knows what it was, but if it was an accident, I hope they're all right. But an hour and 15 minutes and then by the time it started to move again, it was going really, really creepy, crawly, slowy stuff like that. Five miles an hour job. And basically I says, I'm not going to make it. And the guy that was driving says, Lola, do I'll take you back to the hotel. I went back to the hotel and sang some more songs. Oh, and then you got a later flight? I got a later, no, I got a flight the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so I got up the I got up the next morning and went walking and back to it. Nice. So, Gary, I thought we could introduce a new section in this episode. Why don't you do the lyrics of a famous song in your Daniel voice? And I have to guess what the song is. Do you think you can do that? <laughs> oh, so easy, Ryan. All Just right, sing then. any song you have to guess it. Uh, well, it has to be funny. Right. Here we go. Oh, let's go to the beach, beach. Let's go get a wave. They say what they're going to say. Have a drink, clank, find the Bud Light. Bad bitches like me is hard to come by. The patron on, let's go get it on. The zone one, yes, I'm in the zone. Is it two, three, leave a good tip. I'm a blow all my money and don't give two shits. What's the name of the song? <laughs> what? what? That is so funny. That's Nicky. Nicky Minaj's starship. Ah, so. well done. I'm on the floor, floor. Do Daniel on the floor. I'm on the floor, floor. <laughs> I love to dance. So give me more, more. Till I lost my pants. <laughs> That's not the right words. Brilliant. If you enjoyed our podcast, you can follow Pure and Other on Spotify, iTunes, Twitter, Skitter, Chapsnat, Snapchat, Instagram, Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, and so much more. And also on our website, www.pureanother.com. Yes, www. Uh, you'll find all our social links and all of the places you can stream our latest episodes on there. And that's all from us. Oh, from myself, Gary Gamble. And Ryan Lynch. It's bye. Bye. I'm away. I'm away too.